Welcome to the Purple Talk Podcast on NBC Sports California, brought to you by Wendy's. I am James Ham, and we have a very special guest uh, this week. We're all in isolation. We all are just looking outside at the beautiful sunshine, um, and it seemed like the perfect time to bring in a player. So we have Bogdan Bogdanovich, who uh, has just made a generous donation to the country of Serbia, and uh, Bogey, we just... We're so happy to have you on and, and let you tell your story of uh, what's going on in, in your native country. Hey, how are you doing? I'm, uh, yeah, as you said, I'm, I'm using um, every, every single day to enjoy the when weather is good, to enjoy the sun and uh, to see it um, from, from my little backyard. Um, <laughs> About the nation, you know, I was motivated by by my friends, you know, and a lot of people there. They helped, and um, we were just looking the way how we can contribute from our way. And uh, it, it took a little bit, little bit long, a long time, you know. But uh, um, at the end, um, yeah, we we decided to donate uh, some medical equipment and um, some other stuff to to through Vladis from the Vladis and Anna Foundation mm-hmm. uh, or Anna and Vladis Foundation, uh, Belly and, and me included. So we all came up together and uh, yeah, it was, uh, I mean, we felt good about it and that's why we, that's why we did it. Now you, you live here in Sacramento most of the time. I know you live with your sister here, um, but the rest of your family is still in Serbia right now, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm with my sister here. Uh, she's at a college, uh, and I'm uh, um, and I'm, I'm 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 here. You know, I'm trying to you know work as much as I can, and you you use this time for other things. You know, Bogey, when you look at what's going on like worldwide, it's absolutely crazy to see this. You know, no one has been yeah. through this in our in our lifetime for sure, where we're all locked in our homes, um, but. How much uh, does it mean to you that you're able to give back to Serbia to partner with Vlade and Nemanja and Vladislav Anna uh, and really get some much needed, uh, what you're sending ventilators, we're talking about some medical supplies, some masks. Um, you know, how important is it that you get to give back to that country that, you know, has meant so much to you both, you know, growing up there, but you represent that country in the national team. And, you know, really you have a huge amount of pride in, in being Serbian. You know, and um, we feel like a, that that's our part of part of our family. You know, that's that's the place from, from where we're coming from. You know, and uh, um, we just felt like we just felt like they need our support. You know, and um, it, it was lovely from our side that we did it together. And uh, it's it's only love, I think. You know, and when you when you when you have a when you have that kind of relationship with, with your country, you know, uh, you'll be always there to help them and they'll be always there for you, you know. And um, in, in, in terms of that love in the relationship, you know. And um, I mean, and we just felt, as I said, we just felt like, like it that uh, uh, our country needs the help and uh, we try to contribute as much as we can. 
You know, Bogey, this is such a strange time. How are you communicating with your teammates? Are you guys actually getting on chats or anything? Are you just text messaging? How are you? And yeah, we have we have we have a group chat and we text in there. And you know, with the, with the guys, you you're you're a little bit closer. You talk with them a little bit more. Maybe FaceTime or something. And you're just checking out on the guys. It's pretty much the same situation for everyone. And, uh, I feel like um, this is a, this is the case where uh, NBA was talking about it also before, even before this, and the whole basketball world was talking about it. That life is more important than anything, and you know the life of people. And uh, now it's it's time to show it, you know. And um, I, I think we are all doing pretty good job job in it, and uh, that's it. Now, how are you? Are you able to work out? What are, what is it that you've been doing to try to stay ready in case sometime in the you know the distant future basketball does come back? So they send us uh, programs, you know, that we can work out. I fill my garage with some equipment, and uh, that's that's what I'm working, you know. And uh, I have a little basket hoop from my neighbors. Sometimes I'm shooting over there. Uh, I order one, but uh, he will come in, in two months or something. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm waiting on my hope, but uh, I'm, I'm, I'm still using the the little one in uh, for my neighbors. So you're you're actually using a neighbor's hoop to to stay in shape. That's what you're telling me. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean a little bit. <laughs> oh, that's spectacular. Um, have you and the coaching staff and like have you guys all got together like on on a call or anything just to say hey look this is what we're doing uh, are the coaches sending you information like hey this is stuff we might get into once you get back maybe study this stuff or is it just kind of like everyone go ahead I feel like I feel like they give us the freedom you know you know to use this time to spend with our family as well and and uh, they 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 they're more focused uh, on individual work you know like. Right now, we don't know when basketball is going to happen again. So, um, whatever you can do, you know, you you can do. I mean, it's, it's, uh, most of mo- most of the players are working on their, you know, um, bodies and um, you know how to how to be just ready for something uh, when it comes. And obviously. Um, we will have enough time to figure it out and um, to run to to a place if, if this season goes on again, you know, and this season continues, you know, we will have time to adjust on a game of basketball. But right now I feel like they give us that type of freedom that uh, maybe it's, it's also a good thing and it happens once in a life. So, um, yeah, I, I feel like it's, in all these bad things, it's, it's good for us, you know, that we can uh, use some time and kind of slow down. Our, our life was so fast, like when you realize you traveled on the games, back-to-backs, you know, you were so lucky, and now, like, you're enjoying. You have to find a different different things to enjoy, you know. That, that's why I'm thinking, like, always positive, and uh, it, it's good that they give us that freedom. Now you are a guy who goes right from your NBA season to your national team, and you're playing constantly. Yeah. I know your rookie season we talked about. It, you came into the season you'd already played like sixty games leading up to the regular season. Um, just 
is this a moment where you can actually let your body heal and relax and sort of take a moment to really appreciate the fact that, you know, you, you get to play basketball for a living, but there's also a lot more to life. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's what I, that's what I realized, you know, usually I was putting a lot of pressure on myself, you know, to, to, to work more, to, to practice more, to work on a skill set more and it was never enough, you know, and no one could tell me to, um, to leave the place, you know, to leave the gym. And, and now when, um, sometimes I, I just go there and I have fun shooting, you know, not even working on my game, you know. Mm-hmm. And now when I'm in this situation and when, when you can uh, go there and when you can work out and all this, like, it, it's different, you know. And first couple of days was, first actually week was weird, you know, and then I realized, okay, so this this can only be helpful and positive, and that's what happens. You know, outside of basketball, what is it that you're doing? I mean, I think everyone is, we've seen De'Aaron playing Call of Duty nonstop. I, I worry about De'Aaron, to be honest with you, because the dude doesn't know how to cook at all. So I'm wondering, <laughs> how is he actually getting food? And are we, are, when he comes back, is he going to be like 155 pounds? And everyone's going to be like, come on, man. Like how how are you handling? Uh, the thing the thing about the air, like he cannot get fat. Like there is no way. I I uh, I know him for so long, and I don't know how, but he cannot get fat. Like he is a like I I don't know what I don't know uh, what he is doing, but he just can't get a fat. That that's hundred percent. Well, I'm wondering, uh, can he get skinny yeah, though? If I'm, if I'm doing that, if I'm doing that. If I'm doing that, yeah, belly, me, I don't know. <laughs> you know, uh, if, if, if Corey, you know, if you try to do it, maybe it's because we're a little bit older. You know, if you try to do it, for sure, we gain fat quick. But beyond, <laughs> no way. You know, right now, no way. Uh, what I'm doing is, so I, I started with the games as well at the beginning, and I was playing like five, six hours a day at the beginning. Oh, my goodness. And... I, I realize I realize it, it becomes boring to me, you know, you know, first and there's actually nothing to do, you know, and I I use the games to kill my time, you know, to kinda get out of that uh basketball stress and, you know, try to do something else which is and I like to compete and that was the perfect uh, waste of time that I use it to get out of my basketball Mm-hmm. Thing and that was type of routine I was using it, uh, you know, when I was playing. But since I I wasn't playing, I couldn't stop. You know, there's no other thing that, that I can do for a couple of days. And then um, I started organizing my day better. You know, wake up early, um, uh, eat some eat some food. You know, help my sister with preparing the food. Uh, talk with my friends and family in uh, in Serbia the time zones you know mm-hmm. around 3 p.m they go to sleep and um after that i do a workout uh then we prepare the lunch i learn to cook a little bit and then at the night time or we watch the movie together or i'm reading the book and that's it that's pretty much it so what book are you reading right now what do you got what do you got going uh, right now, I just finished one, uh, which is about the 
uh, Serbian tycoon, if you understand it. Mm -hmm. Did I say it right? Yeah, tycoon. tycoon. Yeah, tycoon. like a, a rich guy. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, rich guy. Yeah. So I, I just finished something about his. Uh, uh, not something about it was his book, you know, and um, he's very rich and popular in Serbia. So I just finished his book. Okay, and what are you watching? Are, are you are you getting into like the Tiger King and stuff like that mm -hmm. on Netflix, or are you staying away from that stuff? We are watching one one Serbian TV show as well. Uh, uh, it's uh, called Black Sun. Okay. Uh, we also watch couple uh, couple movies, uh, which is there is an English translation in it. Rates uh, of Change. Okay. Um, there is a series of movies that that's a good one actually. I would recommend it if you're interested in Serbia and um, what happened in Serbia. That's a good movie. Good, good intro. Okay. You are listening to the Purple Talk podcast on NBC Sports California. Make sure to give us a rating and review wherever you listen to your podcast. Now let's get to a word from our sponsor. Big O Tires is open and here to serve you. In accordance with the shelter-in-place mandate, Big O Tires is considered an essential business and most locations remain open. Call your local Big O Tires store for store hours and information. Big O Tires, the team you trust. Now let's get back to Bogdan Bogdanovich. Uh, all right, so now we've got a couple of games coming up. Um, I don't know if you've got to watch. Have you been watching any of the re-airs that we've been doing of, of your older games? Did I watch? Oh no, I didn't watch my highlights. Uh, <laughs> I did watch something on Instagram. I did watch some of them on Instagram who post or who tag or something. But no, I I, I don't I don't like to. Uh, I used to like it when I was in Partizan. Uh huh. And yeah, they they made so many highlights of me doing it, and then I I just got bored watching myself on the <laughs> in center. When I so that was five five six years ago from now. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're playing uh, this week. We have, uh, let's see, on Tuesday night, we have the uh, the Golden State game from, I think it's your rookie season, from November 27th. Uh, that's the one where you make a go-ahead mm -hmm. basket with 12.6 seconds remaining mm -hmm. to win the game. Uh, on Thursday, we're playing, we're re-airing um, the game from earlier this year where uh, you hit the let's see with 13.4 seconds remaining you hit a three-pointer to beat okc and then on Saturday, um, december 27 2018 oh yeah but these are all your game winners but which one stands out to you which one do you like the best i mean i'm gonna say lakers because of rivalry and all that you know it was, you know how it goes like um that, that that's a huge rivalry that I'm coming from from Serbia and, and we grew up with the you know you have to choose the, the side of the fans you you're cheering for Partizan or Red Star mm -hmm. you know and uh, I, I like those rivalries so I'll, 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 um, I will choose that game yeah definitely now what is it you remember from that game what I remember yeah what is it that stands out to I you I remember um, I remember is it is it is it look or someone from the bench say something like uh, we know the play blah 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 or something like that, and then and, and it's for you or someone or some from the players I don't remember, and 
and then I say, yeah, you know, it's for me. And <laughs> because that's, that was the only word I can say that sounds like trash talk. And, um, and then we run the play, I score, and then that's why I say, I told you, I was mad. <laughs> <laughs> that's the moment I remember. So wait, you're telling me you, you don't trash talk when you're on the court at all? No, no, I do, but I, I don't, I don't know, you know, the, the American slang as well as the other guy. So, um, my, my trash talk, they, they, they feel like my trash talk is bad because of English, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Your translation, you know, we've had moments where like someone will ask you a question in the locker room and you'll look at them like, I don't know what you're asking me. Um, but you, you've done, yeah, a, yeah, you know, yeah, you've done a better job at that though. Right. You've, you've studied a, a bit. I do. Yeah. It was a snowball. It was a snowball <laughs> rolling. I remember that. That's right. I, I can't forget that. Sean asked you, uh, did that game kind of snowball yeah. on you? And you looked at him like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what world are you talking about? Um, yeah, but I appreciate I appreciate that, especially the fact that you, when you do trash talk, uh, I mean, do you ever just switch into Serbian and just trash talk in Serbian and then they're looking at you like, oh, man. No, but because maybe, maybe I say it, uh, you know, just, I'm not going to say it to the referees, but, you know, um, something, you know, you, you just say it in the air, you know, like, you just get, get it out of yourself. Yeah. So sometimes you don't, you don't say nothing to, you, know, you don't mean to, to somebody, but you just say it because you feel, you feel better when you take it out. So you curse a little bit on Serbian and, uh, and that's it. But there is still a lot of players in the league, they know the Serbian words. You know, one of them was, I don't know, Jared Temple, Vince Carter, they know some, some words. They play with a lot of Serbian players. Have you ever had an official look at you and say, I know what you just said, like, none of that? I feel like they know, so I never, I, I feel like they know some words, and even when they don't know if you say something on the domestic language, they give you a tech anyway, so I'm not playing with them. That's right, that's right. <laughs> what if you had to play without fans? What would that be like for you? Uh-huh. Man, I played in Serbia without fans when we were fighting, so I, I get used to it a little bit. <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, I don't know. It would be weird. It was weird back then, and uh, it would be weird for sure. It would look like practice game, not like a real game. The fans are something that just brings that like feeling like you are in gladiator gladiator arena, you know? So... Imagine two gladiators, gladiators are fighting, or more of them, you know, without fans. It will not be interesting. It, it, it would be very strange, I gotta as be honest. Much, as yeah. much. <laughs> I'm with you. Yeah, I, I asked, uh, like, Scott Moak, and he's like, man, I don't, I don't know, what would I do? Like, I don't know, they still need someone out there to yeah, call fouls. You know. Yeah. You, know, you know what is the thing? Now we know there's a lot of fans watching us on the TV, so... It'll be probably a lot of cameras and all that, so you'll have a weird feeling, but uh, you'll still like think of them watching you from back home, and probably there will be a lot of fans watching, and you know, because if they stay at home, they they will not have nothing to do. I mean, you know. All right. Well, I don't get to keep you all day, but um, you know, you're doing a great thing. You're doing uh, this huge donation with you and Vlade and. Nemanja. Uh, so I think, you know, these are moments yeah. where people like yourself who, 
have the capabilities to do things, I'm really glad to see uh, you taking the initiative and actually, uh, you know, following through and being able to help out people abroad. So great job with that, man. I, you know, it's definitely appreciated worldwide. I mean, I think this is what we all have to do at this point, right? Yeah, exactly. Whatever people can do, you know, to to help, it doesn't doesn't need to be that that type of help, you know. But whatever, you know, I see a lot of good examples on the internet, and you know, these masks, the people they were uh, making shirts and some floating lines and all that, they start making masks from it. That's as well a good example. Also, uh, uh, the people they stay at home as well. You know that's uh, that's an unbelievable job from them for for whole community for whole world. You know, it stops spreading and uh, uh, it helps the all the doctors. You know, and uh, all the medical staff. And huge appreciation for them for for doctors and the medical staff. They helping us. Uh, you know, in these situations, their their value it's it's unbelievable now and. Uh, that's how it is. That's a life, and we're all human beings, and we're trying to survive. Nothing else. That that's very well said. Uh, you know, the kings have uh, yeah. have given up the old Arco building. It's being turned into a 400 bed uh, yeah. surge hospital. I heard that this morning. This morning, Vivek right was uh, yeah. talking, and yeah, I saw that. That's another, you know, uh, great thing. You know, now you need a space for those guys. They they they're uh, they need to heal up, and uh, uh, that's that's a perfect example. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for joining us on the Purple Talk podcast. Uh, I know you're you're trying to stay busy as much as possible and trying to keep in basketball shape, but we appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you. All right. That's going to do it for this edition of the Purple Talk podcast on NBC Sports California. Thanks for tuning in.